Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. We're here in Quito, Ecuador. We just got in last night, and we have the pleasure of interviewing our guest today. He's over there in uh, England, and he's originally from Italy. He's a world traveler, and he's also uh, passionate about teaching coaches how to build a coaching business through both online and offline. Uh, so our guest today is Simone. Uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better uh, to start off with? Why don't you share a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely, Ricky. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Uh, personally, my background started when uh, I was 14 and uh, I hated school. I didn't like going to school. So, and I didn't like studying. And I found actually that uh, I loved working and I found my first job as a waiter in a restaurant. And I loved it so much that I was asking everyone how to be a great waiter. And by the age of 19, I became the youngest Michelin star restaurant manager in Europe. Uh, it, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. And uh, uh, then I've been recruited to work in a restaurant in London. And after, when I was 22, then I said, I, I want to change. Because if you think about that, I already had an eight years career. I started when I was 14 at the age of 22. I already had eight years, eight, eight years career. and. I, I reached the top. So I started attending different seminars and to find out what was next for me. Because the reality is not having a great education, I didn't know what was next. I didn't feel qualified for other jobs. So then when I went into other seminars and I remember, just I, remember, I still remember like it was yesterday, I was sitting in that seminar and uh, I looked at the speaker and suddenly just say, I want to do that. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to travel the world and I want to speak and I want to impact people. Problem is that at the time, I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to coach. I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't think even I had something worth sharing, uh, even though I had a great career in the catering industry. So my journey started from... Uh, really growing a coaching and speaking business from zero, from having been no one and having no experience. Amazing. Uh, you know, thank you for sharing the backstory there. I'm curious to know about how you got into coaching in terms of uh, yourself becoming a coach, and then we're going to get into how you can help other coaches build up their business. Tell us about your own origin story of your coaching business. Absolutely. I started my coaching business because uh, I said, okay, if I want to become a coach, uh, I need to have a coaching business. And uh, I did like a lot of people are doing, went to courses, read books, went to seminars, a lot of seminars, a lot of seminars, <laughs> watched every webinar that I could possibly watch. And uh, then I felt ready and I said, I'm going to start, I'm going to go out there. But I still, for me, wasn't something I wanted to do for money. That was the funny thing. I wanted just to do it for the sake of helping other people. So this is so powerful. I just want to help. I don't want to get paid for it. Now, <laughs> when you have bills to pay, that, that thing doesn't fit. <laughs> so after a while, my mindset changed from I want to do this for free to no, I want to get paid for it. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I want to do this full time. I don't want this to be a side gig uh, while I'm doing something else to earn money. I, this is my calling and I want to make a living from it. So I started giving more than 200 coaching sessions for free to, to build myself and to know that I was doing the right thing. Well, unfortunately now, a lot, a lot of people, they cl claim themselves as coaches while say, how many clients did you had? Two, 
like ah okay you must be really good then <laughs> so i decided to put the work in i did 200 coaching sessions for free then i started charging you know 30 pound an hour 50 pound an hour then i went to 100 pound an hour then i went to 500 pound an hour then I went to a thousand pound so it, it all grew organically from there and uh, because of what I was discovering and because of what I was doing, a lot of our clients were asking us, how can you, how can we grow your coaching business as you're doing? Because we were running seminars, we were converting a lot of people. We were running webinars, we were converting a lot of people. And people had an incredible experience and loved our programs. So they came to me us and say, can you teach me? And I started teaching a couple of people. And then I realized that more, there were more people that were interested in the business courses then the people that were interested in the purpose curses, that is what I was doing before. And that's how I said, okay, let's change the business and uh, let's help other people, like it's written there, to explode their coaching business. Awesome. And I think, uh, you know, people who are coaching uh, at the beginning, uh, they sometimes struggle because uh, you're building it up, you're trying to get your clients, you're trying to keep your clients, trying to build up the confidence, uh, and then, um, you know, also the coaching skills. Um, so if people wanted to get into coaching uh, to start with, uh, where would you suggest? Would you suggest taking a course? Would you suggest doing 200 free calls? Uh, where is a good starting point for a potential course uh, coach? Uh, personally, I would recommend uh, to, for everyone to do a course uh, unless you had uh, previous coaching experience maybe in your workplace. In that case, you might not need to go in a coaching course because the reality is uh, coaching accreditation means absolutely nothing. Right? It's not a regulated industry. So there are a lot of companies that charge a lot of money for very basic courses just so you can call yourself a coach. Well, you can call yourself a coach even without a course. What I found is that a course, because I came from a different background, helped me to actually know what I was doing. It gave me a structured approach and I was followed. There were other people that were checking my progresses and I had exams to submit. And that would allow me to be focused and taking this seriously. And that's why I was a great coach. And while you find a lot of people that can go really and just scratch the surface, because of the experience and the training, I was able to go where other coaches might not be able to go. And I would recommend everyone to get a course and maybe start with an online course. You don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars or pounds. You're starting from scratch get a course and learn from it and then do as many sessions for free as possible and that's where people go immediately i want to charge you know i want to make money with this but the reality is in order to make money with something you got to be good first at that thing reading a book doesn't make you great is experience that makes you great so do as many coaching calls for free as possible and then you will arrive to a point that when you say I'm too good to do stuff for free. <laughs> and I mean, I felt it's an inner thing. So in fact, a lot of people say, you know, I feel, I don't know if you ever heard from people that you know, Ricky, I feel like I'm a fraud. I don't know if I can really teach this. Well, if you feel you're like a fraud, probably the reality is you are a fraud. Because if you were good at what you do, you would have no problem to say, I can do this. I can teach you this. Or I can go with clients. But what most of the time is missing is lacking is the experience. So get the experience and then you will arrive to a point where you're saying, I'm going to charge for this. And this is the advice that I'm going to give to everyone. Yeah, I, I totally agree with your tips here uh, because uh, when you first start uh, with anything, 
you don't feel as confident, you don't have as much experience, expertise, and the more you do your free calls, each call you get more confident. You're like, I'm good, I can do this. And uh, you know, also you get your testimonies and your uh, third-party um, uh, client uh, feedback about what you're doing well, what, what you could improve on, and also those uh, testimonies which you can use in your marketing. So I uh, definitely agree with you here on the free calls. Um, so you hit the tipping point, you said, uh, you know, uh, where you feel, okay, you've done your free calls, and now you feel confident uh, to become a paid coach. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you feel the confidence. Um, typically, uh, people don't know how to charge. I mean, you, 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 you state some numbers. You said 30 pounds, 60 pounds, 100 pounds, 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds. Where do you start with the dollar figure? How much is your hour worth? Uh, that's a very interesting question because I think that uh, this comes with uh, it's almost the, the the answer to the question of how long is a piece of string <laughs> is it, a very there, there are a few factors that they determine the price first of all is uh, what's your experience in the market and uh, what is your reach in the meaning of do you have a lot of people that want to work with you if you have a lot of people, you might not have to start from $30 or £30 an hour like I did. But because I had no one, I had to compete on price. Because I wanted to build the credibility and the testimonial and also wanted to see, can I deliver with paid clients? So if someone is struggling to say, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I can charge $500 an hour or $100 an hour. First of all is, do you have access to the people that will have the money to pay someone $500 an hour because you can say I'm going to charge $500 an hour but if your network is people that can afford to pay someone $30 an hour then you're out of business <laughs> very quickly then the next part is to look at okay what is it looking at the audience that you have built what is the highest amount that these people are willing to pay because there is no point to go into a business where you have no clients or no prospects but and completely neg neglecting the people that you've built so far. So I would start in saying, you know what? Let's look at what is the highest amount that the people that have around me, they, they would be willing to pay for this. So for me, when I started, it was 30 pounds. Then immediately after the first session, I'm saying, no, this is too low. And I went immediately to 50 pounds. And then the third session, the third client, I went immediately to 100 pounds. Because I had so much background before, that I was confident in charging it and people were willing to pay, as you said, Ricky, based on testimonies that I had, the case studies, the proof, my experience, and so on. So that's where I would see people starting. Have an inner check and also look at around you how much are people willing to pay for it. Great tips, great tips. Uh, so. Uh... There's one thing to get the clients, whole other thing to retain them. Uh, let's cover both of those. Uh, uh, Simone, uh, how do you firstly get the clients? Um, you mentioned uh, doing those free calls. Uh, what are some of the ways to actually uh, acquire new clients for your coaching business? All right, that's brilliant. So uh, acquiring new client uh, is then becomes crucial. And uh, I was reading, uh, uh, and I think, uh, I don't remember who said this, but... Uh, something came out and say, have every day at least four conversations with someone who can be a client. You will never be out of business. <laughs> and the reality is a lot of people, what they lack is what in sales terms we call prospecting. Now, when I started as a coach, I didn't know about sales and prospecting and warm clients, hot clients and all that. But a prospect mainly is someone who is 
interested or can be a good fit to work with you. So what I'm looking at is based on the profile, on the people that I know I want to help and I can work with, let me interact with as many prospects as possible. And I've been interacting with uh, not four, but at least 10 every day. So by the end of the week, I talk with more than 70 people. Over 70 people, one person will become a client. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so if you're looking at the number like against the odds, even one person, five people, 10 people will become a client. So first tip is speak to as many people as possible. Don't just put pretty pictures on Facebook. They're worth nothing. Yes, contest is king. Um, you do your podcast, Ricky, I, your live show. I do my live show. I do my podcast, Explode Your Coaching Biz Show. But the reality is uh, the clients come from the interaction that I have with them or that my team has with them. All the rest uh, that we create is uh, to get them warmer to saying yes because they've seen you around and they believe in you. So the first part is getting people to believe in you with content, then to interact with them and getting them as client. And then you said, and there are different ways. You can have one-to-one -one calls, which if you're not even turning over six figures, keep doing one-to-one -one calls because it's easier. It will cost less. Then you have webinars. Great way. Love webinars. You can do them from wherever you are in the world. We teach people how to do webinars. I do webinar. Uh, make five figures, four figures every time I do a webinar, even if I have 10, 15 attendees, don't need even huge numbers. And then you're going into the, uh, the seminar route, which is something that I love, the live event, where people can see you, can experience you, and then you make a pitch and they buy your programs. And that's what I love as well. So this is how you get the clients. Great tips, great tips. So uh, once you keep, uh, once you get them, um, what kind of program would you suggest getting them on? Session by session, month by month, or like a program of six months to a year? All oh, right, that is a great question, Ricky. Uh, a lot of people they say when as soon as they become coaches, they say I'm gonna charge by session, right? <laughs> so I'll give you one session. Uh, you buy two sessions. You buy five sessions, get one for free. No, stop the stop the nonsense of selling sessions. People don't buy sessions, people buy results. So sell results. Now, when you said, how long do you invite people to get on a program? Personally, I would design the program based on how long would it get to the person getting to the results that they want. If they would take a week, I would design a seven-day program. If they would take a month, I would design a 30-day program. If it would take three to five years, I would design a three to five years program. So it depends on how long it's going to take from where they are and then creating timeframes around it. For someone who's starting out, the easiest one to choose is get people to have three options. If you're doing still your one-to-one. One is get people to buy a half a day with you, where you can charge a bit more, but you can build a lot of great relationship with them. The other one is getting people on a three months and then getting people on a six months. So these are different packages that you can give them that I love if you're do, still doing one-to-one -one. because uh, six months, uh, it means that you can achieve a lot. Three months, you can achieve something. In half a day, they can experience the way you work and get them, give them a good kick in the butt. So that's, that's what I love about this way. And this is something we still do, but then uh, you can go into the uh, creating an online course that they can use and they can go through it at their own pace of time. 
and that creates that recurring income that allows you then to travel the world and create something once and then is there for people to use. And that's what I love. But don't just rely on that option because then it's about growing. Then when you grow and you have clients, then you can create as many programs as possible, selling them for $97, $50. But because you have so many, then you make a lot of money. But don't start selling a $47 program if you have five people. Because the reality is, even if five people buy a $47 program, what's that? $250? <laughs> You're not going to pay your bills anyway. Yeah, no, no, definitely you need to ch charge uh, what you're worth. And uh, a lot of people, I think, as coaches, they don't realize what they're worth, especially uh, if you said, uh, you know, you get results. Those results are worth literally thousands of dollars, but a lot of people are charging way too little. And I know I'm guilty of that. When I started, I was charging too little, and now I'm charging about 100 US uh, a session, but I don't like to do sessions either. And now I'm doing, and I started with just doing sessions, and then now I'm doing more like three to six month programs. And I'm always developing my own coaching program. So I'm great, uh, great, great tips you're giving so far, uh, you. Simone. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, what, one of the problems I've had um, is people will commit to maybe like five or six months, but after a month or two, even though uh, they like my coaching and they like my results, they say, oh, you know, I can't afford it. I'm having a bad month financially. And they drop out. Uh, any tips or advice uh, to retain your clients for the long term, not just for the few months, but beyond? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, first of all, I would love to I just invite people to understand that dropouts uh, on a long-term program is normal. So you want to factor a percentage rate of dropouts uh, in your profit margin when you are creating your business. Because then if you know that uh, if you sell 10 places and then you know that two people are going to drop out, and then you're going to learn that with experience. So once it's a few times that you're running your program, you can start understanding. Then you will know that dropouts are normal. Now, there are a few things that you can do to prevent that happening because that's a problem that affected my business being a, a based on a membership. And uh, I, if dropouts are happening, then uh, one month I'm like, yeah, this month 10,000 pound recurring revenue. The next month, done. 3,000 pound recurring revenue. What happened? So suddenly it's all the work to do from scratch again. So first of all, is to talk to the right people. It's easy to say yes just to get people on board, even if you know that they can't afford it. It's going to come back to you. <laughs> if you know that they can't afford it and they really struggle to make the first payment, they're going to struggle to make the, third, the second, third, or fourth payment. So that's the most important thing. Make sure that the people, that even if you split people on payment plans, they can afford that payment plan. And that will mitigate your risks. Then the other part is uh, getting them involved as much as possible in the community that you are creating and creating a community. Because uh, if you're getting people on a six-month program, they're going to get bored in six months. So now it's about you not just delivering the program, but looking at what are you doing on the side of the program that allows people to then keep wanting to be engaged with you. So every couple of months, for example, we release a new feature or something new for our members that uh, they don't expect. But they know that we release new stuff and that we give them more opportunities. So it's in their interest to stick around because otherwise they're going to miss out. And another thing that we do is uh, we keep those people, even if they drop out, we keep them inside the program but without access to it. 
Because then they see the results that the other people are having, the innovation that we're doing, and sometimes they're going to come back and say, you know what, I would love to restart again because I'm seeing how much I'm missing out right now. So that's another thing. And another thing that we are doing is to make sure to, to feature our members and give our members more exposure. Because now at this point, it's less about you, but it's about them. So you as a facilitator, you want to feature them in you know, creating a podcast for them, creating a featured member of the month, give them prizes, everything that will keep them saying, you know, I feel important being part of it. I feel that those people care about me just beyond the training. And it requires work. It requires work. And if you are, don't want to care about those members, then you're going to be out of business fast because uh, the industry is shifting for, in favor of those people that they put the work in caring about their members. But then guess what? Once someone buys once and they love what you do, when you release a second program, they're going to buy again. When you release the third program, they're going to buy again because they know that you care. They know that you're not just there to collect their money, to pay your bills, but you also care about them. Yeah, some uh, great tips, Simona. You know, I totally agree about the whole community aspect. Um, and I'm looking at uh, doing a membership site as well. I had one in the past uh, for a different business, but I'm looking at building up one for this Digital Nomad Mastery community. Tell us a little more about, uh, uh, you mentioned one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching, then you mentioned group coaching, and then you mentioned the whole community membership side of things. Yeah. So tell us about uh, how are those different and how do those interrelate with each other? Very good point. Awesome question, Ricky. Uh, I, it depends on what is the business model that everyone has. Because uh, in particular, if you want to be a digital nomad, you want to have a business model that relies less and less on coaching one-to-one. Because then the more time you'll spend with your clients, the less time you will have to travel and enjoy. Or in particular, if you want to be a digital nomad, maybe running events is not the best business model for you because events are local. And a lot of your marketing is going to be spent locally. So for example, my marketing, I run a lot of events. I run more than 200 events a year. And my marketing is London-based. Why? I'm based in London. Yes, I travel. I love to go to different countries, visit different cities, but ultimately, my home is in London, my house is in London, and therefore, I can service London clients or UK clients, and I can meet them. So that's why if you want to have a, a nomad lifestyle, don't create uh, live events. Make sure that your business is 90% online first or 99% online first. And then what you want, what you can do, you can have, for example, a membership site on the front end, which is people might pay, you know, £30 a month, $30 a month, $40 a month, something small that helps them build a relationship with you. And then you might have a, a larger program that can be another, can be an event, can be a three-day training, or can be another private training that, they, that you offer them with more support. And maybe can, there is a private mastermind included. And that's maybe around a $1,000 mark. And then you're going into the, your one-to-one -one coaching, which is uh, your uh, $2,000, $3,000, $4,000. Mine right now is $20,000 for the year. And uh, you will find that uh, your time and your one-to-one -one is always the one that you want to leave last. Because your time is the one that is most precious. So even psychologically, 
just putting your price to $3,000, $4,000 or $2,000 for your one-to-one will get people to say, oh, wow, this person actually might be really good. I cannot afford to pay him one-to-one or to pay her one-to-one. Let me get to the membership site. Let me get to the other program. Because what they want is access to you. And so by putting a price that uh, is not that easy to reach, what you will create is curiosity. You will create a, a want because let's be honest. We want what we can't have, right? We always want what we can't have. We are never happy. We are never satisfied. We can do all the journaling and gratitude work that we want, right, Ricky? But the reality is we want always the things that we can't have. So by you positioning yourself as something which is not a commodity, but it's something which is premium, then people will buy the other things as a commodity because they want to access your premium. They will love to be around you. So that's how I would structure the different programs. Awesome. Um, you know, at the beginning of our interview, we, we talked about different ways that uh, uh, coaches uh, can build up their business, both online and offline. Uh, you've mentioned a few already, uh, obviously things like social media and uh, events. Yeah. Um, any uh, tips or advice for both, um, you know, uh, doing online uh, things like webinars or uh, podcast interviews, etc., and then offline? Uh, walk us through both of those, uh, Simone. All right, let's get started. Now, this is part of your marketing plan. This is part of your awareness uh, of getting in front of those people that uh, they want, they might not have bought from you, but they need to be familiar with you. Now, a lot of people say, I want to start learning social media. First of all, have a clear business strategy because you can get lost uh, in social media and you can actually go and end up wasting a lot of time in a social media that uh, is not where your clients are or is not a social media that you enjoy. I personally use uh, two social media mainly, one just a bit. That's it. And I'm, and I'm constantly on those platforms, but then I'm building myself consistently. And when I started, I started only on one. So for a culture consultant, start with Facebook and LinkedIn. Forget everything else. Actually, if you have to choose, start with one and dominate one. You want to start with Facebook, dominate Facebook, leave even LinkedIn on the side. Of course, you're going to miss opportunities there, but the reality is you cannot split yourself in too many different ways. And then you're going to have, oh, you want to say, I just want to focus on LinkedIn. Screw Facebook. Great, just focus on LinkedIn, it works. Now what I'm doing, because I maxed my Facebook, so in Facebook, I'm very well known, and I'm making good money and recurring money from Facebook, from just the people that are my personal friends. And uh, we turned over six figures just with my personal friends on Facebook, literally. There was no paid advertisement, no, it was just me connecting with people. Now I said, let me explore LinkedIn because on Facebook is working, let me explore LinkedIn. But uh, the business was already to a certain level before I decided to make that move. So start with one, dominate it, understand the platform from the inside out, spend time connecting with people within that platform because remember, the first word of social media is uh, social. <laughs> it's not vomiting stuff around. <laughs> it's not vomiting media, it's social media. So you want to be social, interact with people, stick on one platform, dominate it, and then move to other platforms. Awesome. Uh, yeah, definitely agree there. Focus, uh, follow one course into successful and uh, you know, keep the main thing the main thing, especially on social media. If you can do one th one platform well, I think that's enough, and uh, from there you can build up. Uh, so, Simone, you have a great uh, program called Growing Together Exponential Exponentially. 
Uh, tell sure. us more about how that program works. Yeah, actually, uh, Growing Together Exponential is my company. It's GTEx. That's my company. The the program uh, and and the way the reason why I started this way is because when we were sitting with my business partner, we were thinking about what uh, are our values because we wanted to align our company in the way we are, and our values were both growth because we always love to learn and grow. Uh, community. We love to do it with other people. We believe that together we can achieve more than by ourselves. And we believe that uh, by doing things together, we can get exponential results. We can grow exponentially. So that's how we started a company. Now, the program that we run is called Explode Your Coaching Biz. And this is part of our brand of Explode Your Coaching Biz. We have a podcast about it, our Facebook group, our book, which is coming out soon. And uh, our, the aim for Explode Your Coaching Biz is uh, to get people from zero to the six figures. You're starting out as a coach, you want to reach six figure, you're coming to us and we give you everything in one place. Because I found that a lot of people, what they're doing, and maybe you found that as well, Ricky, and I've been guilty of it. I'm, I'm learning from this person, I'm learning from the other guru, and then I'm learning from the other guru, and then I'm learning from the other master, and then I'm learning from the other messiah, and then I'm learning from the other god, and I, everyone has a different name in this industry. But the result is that I end up being more confused than uh, anything else. And instead of doing one thing and going in one path, I'm learning 15 different things that don't even match with each other. And it's not that they are not right. All these strategies are great, but just because they're all, all over the place, then it, people don't get the results. And I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. And the shift for me was when uh, I said, I want to have everything in one place. And I joined... Uh, one of my mentors was Clinton Swain and said, stick with me. I'm going to help you out, but you got to stick with me. Not jump from one person, stick with me and I can help you out. And that reached six figures and I was like, wow, this is powerful. And I decided to do the same for my business. I said, guys, instead of wasting time, we'll give you everything you need. You want to learn how to run a podcast? Come to us. We have a course on podcast. You want to learn how to run a webinar? We have a course on webinar. You want to learn how to create, uh, to become a great speaker? Great. We have speaking courses. You want to learn how to run seminars? Great. We have seminar courses. And it's a lot of work from our side to create that platform, given that I'm literally creating 90% of the content for it and running 90% of the trainings. However, I can see the results because uh, instead of just... Uh, teaching people meaningless stuff, I can, I can direct people to the course that is more relevant to where they are at the moment so that they don't waste time. And that's why our clients get great results. We get people to the six figures or we get people to start out and get their first clients when they're starting out. And we're completely honest with them. Uh, that's also one of the things that is lacking sometimes in the industry is honesty. And we are honest. Sometimes we say, you know, it's going to take three to five years. It's not going to take uh, 12 months. For some people, it's going to take 12 months. For some people, it's going to take five months. For some people, it's going to take five years. For me, it took me six years. <laughs> right? So be prepared that uh, what you're going to do, you might have to do it for years and years and years, even before you get to the result that you're to the six figures that you really want. But as long as people are comfortable with that and we are on board on the same page, we know that we can help them. Awesome. I uh, definitely resonated with a lot of what you've shared in the interview. Uh, to end off here, Simone, uh, how can people connect with you uh, on your website, your social media, your podcast, your YouTube, your courses, etc.? 
<laughs> Thank you. Well, there are two main places. Uh, the first one uh, is the podcast. If you're listening to this, uh, you probably like the podcast, listening to podcasts. So <laughs> you can find our podcast, which is Explode Your Coaching Biz Show. Let me repeat it again Explode Your Coaching Biz Show. One more time explode your coaching biz show all right cool so that's the podcast and we have a facebook group called the same explode your coaching biz show but then also we have a resource for you in particular something that i found incredibly powerful for me was uh, learning how to sell from webinars and seminars literally that's a ticket for financial freedom it's not easy to learn but once you master it literally you can walk on every stage you can walk on every webinar on every seminar and know that you're gonna get clients is automatically i mean i've been never failing a, a presentation for the past two years and always got clients always converted well and it took time to learn it but uh, i put together a checklist that people can learn, can use it to create a presentation that sell and that's what we have created but creating a presentation that sell without the manipulative sleazy techniques all the nlp and uh, hypnosis that there is but is honestly down to earth it gets you the people that want really to work with you, not people that are going to cancel, not people that are going to drop around the, along the line. And you can get the checklist, which is uh, the ultimate selling from the state checklist on our website, which is www.gtex.org.uk. So it's www.gtex.org.uk. One more time, www.gtex.org.uk. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I'll actually have those links below uh, to both, uh, you know, uh, Simone's website and also to his podcast so and also to his Facebook group. Uh, so definitely connect. Uh, he has a lot of different resources, everything from his private coaching to his mastermind groups, to his membership site, to his events, to his podcast, to his video videos, uh, to his online courses, to much, 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 much more. So thanks again. It was great to connect with you. Always great to connect with, with uh, passionate travelers, passionate coaches, and passionate entrepreneurs. Thanks again. Thank you, Ricky. So thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. If you are a coach, uh, you know, and if you are struggling to make six figures in your coaching business, definitely reach out to Simone. He's a wealth of experience and expertise, as he's demonstrated quite clearly in this episode. Uh, make sure you connect with his Facebook group, listen and subscribe to his podcast, and uh, check out his website for more info. And make sure you check out our website too, digitalnomadmastery.com. Our podcast is Digital Nomad Mastery across all the different podcast directories, and we actually record our podcast both in video and audio so if you are watching our video uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, make sure you join our Facebook community as well where the digital nomad mastery community where we help you to make money while traveling the world thanks everyone we'll see you in the next episode happy travels <laughs>